Welcome back to Spacecraft Chronicles, where we celebrate past, present, and future space missions. I'm your host, Regina Barbara DeGraff, astrophysicist and movie lover. Today's show is about challenges in space exploration. Think gravity and the Martian. We all know that drama makes great stories, but when you have a problem in space, that's even better. If this sounds interesting to you, check out the Spark Science review of the film The Martian by Mars rover scientist Dr. Melissa Rice in the episode The Martian Film and Science from January 2016. Let's get back to the mission challenge of today's show. I interviewed many people from the Mars rover MassCam Z team this summer and asked them the following question. Can you recall a problem that arose on a Mars mission and how was it solved? Two NASA scientists told me the same story of the Spirit rover flash memory anomaly. I will let the two men introduce themselves. Note about the audio, I talked to them at two different locations, a VIP reception and a lake shore. Uh, I'm Jim Bell. I'm a professor at Arizona State University in the School of Earth and Space Exploration. And I'm also president of the Planetary Society. My name is Kjartan Kink, uh, and I am from Denmark. Um, and I work at uh, the University of Copenhagen in Denmark. After the success of the first Mars rover Sojourner in 1997, NASA was eager to continue exploration of Mars geology, or Marsology, as Dr. Rice likes to call it. NASA developed the Mars Exploration Mission, which consisted of two twin rovers, Spirit and Opportunity. They were said to arrive on Mars three weeks apart in early 2004. Our story begins soon after the first rover bounced onto the Mars surface. After the Spirit rover landed on Mars in January of 2004, we had, uh, you know, we had tested the whole landing process and what would happen afterwards, the pictures we would take, the way the rover would come off that lander and drive onto the surface. And we had tested it with a, with a test rover, uh, with other simulations. And the longest test that we had done, we, we did simulated two weeks, the first two weeks of the mission. And, uh, and we had it down. We did it multiple times. Blah, blah, blah. So Spirit Lands, first two weeks of the mission, it's right by the book. Everything had just been going swimmingly, and suddenly it uh, became uncommunicative, or it like sent these weird garbled communications. And I was on the science team, and I was a junior guy. I was not involved in working the problem, but we got updates, and we saw the engineers running around, and it was actually really dangerous for the rover because uh, it wasn't shutting down when it was supposed to. It was staying awake at night, running down its battery. It, it and was like any grad student. It was just, <laughs> yeah, just burning the was wake just, and pull yeah, ends, right? Exactly. Okay. The rover was alive, but not transmitting any of the collected data to Earth. Not only was the Spirit not properly operating, there might have been the possibility it was not storing information in its memory either. Because Spirit was unable to shut down properly, it was also in danger of overheating, as well as running out of power. That power could only be replenished by the rover's solar array. There were two rechargeable lithium-ion batteries weighing roughly 16 pounds each to use when the light was limited. But these batteries degrade over time, and they are being used more often than anticipated. It went into what it calls a safe mode. It hunkers down, buttons itself up, and says, Oh, I'm having a problem, and it uses you know, its emergency, basically its emergency trans transponder to send a help signal. And in part of that help signal is, here's what's the information that's in my memory. And you know, here's all the little software flags that were set and all that. As they worked the problem, they figured out that it was, it was kind of rebooting all the time. It was starting up, and then it was sending some communication and doing a little bit, and then it was rebooting. And it kept rebooting, rebooting, rebooting. With this constant strain on the power source, soon Spirit would not be operational at all, and the mission would be a bust. 
Keep in mind that Opportunity, Spirit's twin rover, was set to arrive on Mars within days. The team of NASA scientists, engineers, and mathematicians were frantically trying to save Spirit's life. What if the same issue happened to Opportunity? I never knew that there was an entire field of engineering called fault tree analysis. So people who are like detail-oriented and paranoid are perfect for these jobs because you have to basically come up with everything that could possibly go wrong. So if this happens, that's like one branch of the tree. And then if that happens, that's another branch. And then, and then if it's a Tuesday and a full moon, and you make sure that at the end of every branch, you have a leaf with a solution written on it. And there are professionals who do this for a living. And, they, and they, a lot of them work for NASA and other space because things go wrong yeah. and you don't want to be caught by surprise. Surprises always happen. And it's the job of the fault tree to lay out all scenarios. After working the problem for a long time, they realized that it, it was related to some sort of limit on the number of data products, like basically the number of files it was allowed to have in its hard, in its, on its hardware. And there was some limit that was huge, and they had never like encountered this in testing before, but once they sent it to Mars and it started making little logs and what everything it was making, all doing crews and as it landed on Mars, eventually it hit that limit and it would start up and it would like check, am I over the limit? And it would like, oh no, I'm over the limit, and that would lead it to reboot. It was obviously like a kind of a silly thing that it should have that limit. And so they were doing this detective work and they were doing it under like real-time pressure. And it turned out that um, you know, because we'd never tested the vehicle for this long and the computer had never been running for this long and we hadn't ever taken this much data in the tests, we were filling up the, the disk. Yeah. And there was a bug in the software that, was, that we would have found if we tested for 19 days. We tested for 14 days. It was a bug that you know, if you fill up the, the flash memory above a certain point, it starts to overwrite the operating system. It was a freaky bug, and everybody, you know, the major uh, mission managers and all that were like, oh, man, you know, why? trying to figure out what happened, what's going on. And they found the person who did the fault tree analysis, and they, and they found this guy, and, and he said, okay, tell me what, what did it, what's this, you know, switch set at, okay? Yeah. What's that variable set at, okay? And you, you could sort of see him going out on the branches, Right. And then it was at one point it was like, I know what happened. And we built a back door to fix that. This one guy, this one guy saved the entire mission. The drama that created excitement in these missions was actually foretold by the men and women that created these fault trees. The hope is that these challenges and solutions, no matter how stressful or dangerous, will be found on the branches of these trees. Even when the solutions are not prophesized, Every mission, with failures both large and small, create more branches and more opportunities for success. This episode of Spacecraft Chronicles was produced, written, and edited by Suzanne Blaze, Leela Jacobs, Robert Clark, and Regina Barber DeGraff at Western Washington University in Bellingham, Washington. Our song is Popcorn Song by Gershon Kingsley. Special thanks to Planetary Society President Dr. Jim Bell and world expert in Mars dust, Dr. Kiartan Kink. Also, we'd like to thank KMRE and Planetary Society's Casey Dreyer for their support. Join us again next time for another edition of Spacecraft Chronicles.